Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. This episode will be a guiding principle study and commentary. The aim is to provide insight to and context of the material within our book, Guiding Principles. This is not a meeting of Narcotics Anonymous. However, there will be some similarities in how the study will be conducted. Each study will have the audio recorded and then published to the Anonymous Podcast. The overall goal is to provide commentary of the text towards reaching those seeking a resource like this. If one person benefits from our efforts, including us, then the participation will be well worth the effort. We'll have the introductions and then we'll jump into the text. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Guiding Principles Study of Narcotics Anonymous. Um, we're starting on Tradition 10. This is episode 81. We'll be starting on page 178, but pr prior to that, we're going to go ahead and introduce ourselves. Will, you want to go ahead? Yeah, thank you. Uh, my name is Will. I'm an addict. My clean date is February 27th of 2013. My home group is the uh, Sunday Serenity Group in Ashtabula, Ohio. I attend meetings in the Buckeye region of Ohio. Thanks, Will. How about you, Mike? Hello, my name is Mike. I'm a grateful recovering addict from Massachusetts, Hawaii. Uh, my clean date is January 1st, 2017. My home group is the I Can't We Can group of Narcotics Anonymous. We meet at 47 Elm Street in Everett, Massachusetts, Thursdays, 8 p.m. If you're ever in the area, the door is always open and you are welcome. I attend meetings in the Northeast Mass area of Narcotics Anonymous, as well as virtually. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. Glad you're here. Phil, buddy, Phil. Phil am. My clean date is 4-1995. My home group is Men in Recovery in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I attend meetings in the Pittsburgh area of Pennsylvania. Thanks, Phil. How about you, Tony? Hi, I'm an addict named Tony C. I'm from the uh, Central Texas area of Narcotics Anonymous in Austin, Texas. My home group is here and now, uh, Wednesday at 7.30. My clean date is July 23rd, 2002. Thank you, Tony. Hey, Chrissy. Hey, I'm an addict called Chrissy D. My clean date's 11-7-2015, and I attend meetings virtually and in the Southwest Georgia and Central Florida areas. Come visit us. And my name is Donna P out here in Eugene, Oregon. My clean date is 11-22-85. My home group is Solutions for Living at 6 p.m. Here in Eugene on Sundays, come see us sometime. So tradition 10 says that Narcotics Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the NA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. As our thinking becomes clearer, our ability to be honest increases. Honesty begins with not lying, but that's not where it ends. We start to recognize the difference between what's true for us and what sounds good or what we wish was true. We don't have to argue about practices or politics. Recovery is no longer based in theory. It is our own experience. The better we get at telling the truth, the clearer our message becomes. We know that anything that affects our recovery is material for sharing, but finding the messages message in the raw material of our lives can be challenging. When we start, when we share in meetings, it helps if we look for a connection to the topic, to a step, a tradition, or another recovery principle. Sharing can help us look for solutions, which is a part of how sharing helps us. Finding the message in our experience helps us to understand its exact nature. We experience unity when we hear our story from a member who seems so different from us. Our shared experience as recovering addicts is stronger than any of the forces that could divide us. We, that connection is the heartbeat of NA and evidence of a higher power working in our meetings. Our experience, strength, and hope carry a clearer message than our opinions ever could. Sharing from the heart connects us to our common experience and common purpose. Well, that's just beautiful, isn't it? You know, I, I remember uh, being early in recovery and hearing somebody talk about something I was struck because I was in so much pain. I was so self-centered. I didn't hear much outside of me, right? And I remember hearing somebody 
talking about exactly what I was feeling and exactly what I was going through that didn't look like me at all. You know, and I remember one time going and sharing in a, at a detox. And I, by that time I'd been clean a year or two and, and I went to places to share and I tell my story. And I was talking specifically to those young women that were like me, those young single mothers that were just like me. And this great big man come up to me afterwards and said, oh my God, you just told my story. Right. And he ended up being one of my best friends for 35 years until he passed away. Right. So we just, you, you know, when we tell the truth about ourselves, when other people tell the truth about themselves based on spiritual principles, based on honesty, based on what's really going on in their lives, we can't, you know, I couldn't help but connect. And that is what saved my life. That in the literature of Narcotics Anonymous. You know, it's, uh, I've, I've said this before, you know, I came come here to talk about the traditions and how they apply, you know, to service and all those kinds of things. But, you know, we, what we talk about instead is how these traditions apply to our lives, right? So uh, anybody else like to share? Bill. Well, uh, that was good stuff. A um, bunch of things uh, jumped out, out at me and, and, and the whole thing was good. Uh, recovery is no longer based in theory. It's our own experience. And um, uh, that really hits home with me. And uh, I've been sharing about that to, uh, to all of our members of being, being equal and everybody having their own story. But then it, it goes on to say, the better, better we get at telling the truth, the clearer our message becomes. I just think um, telling the truth, uh, period, can, can capture, uh, can just capture people. And uh, when we tell the, the, the truth sometimes, and, and with us having steps and traditions and having the structure that we have in recovery, it opens us up to free us to, to tell the truth in different ways that whatever normal is, people just can't do because they're not in recovery to do it the way we can do it. And then uh, that sometimes it just bl blows uh, people totally away like you know you would say that and you've done that and, and you got the enough guts to say that and and uh, I do believe what you're saying because who would want to say something like what what you're saying and um that's just the luxury of us uh being in recovery and having uh the program that we got um I love uh the connection uh is the heartbeat of NA the evidence of a higher power working uh in our meetings and uh there's just nothing like um, our meetings and 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 the the, the heart that beats uh, in our members too when we are recovering, and then uh, how it ends uh, some more hard stuff. But I, I do love hard stuff, you know. The, our whole program we got a bunch of sweethearts uh, sharing from the heart connects us to our common experience and our common purpose. And um, this is definitely a. Um, a heartfelt program with, with us. That's all I have. Thanks, Phil. How about you, Will? Hey, thanks. Um, yeah, I'm going to try and just be quick because I'm sure we're going to get into a lot of this over the next, you know, couple of weeks. But um, first that caught my eye was, we, you know, we don't have to argue about practices or politics. Um, it's one of my favorite ones in here. I, <laughs> the area I'm in, I'm in the, the minority for the most part, usually politics-wise. And, you know, I've had to pull the home group aside before because they were just in there, you know, Oh, you'd have to be a fucking idiot to listen to it. Like, I'm like, hey, guys, just, just to be aware you're talking about me. Well, not you, not you. I'm like, well, you know, it is me, you know, and it's, it's okay. I'm not mad at you, but just would you shut the fuck up for a second because it doesn't really have a place here, you know, <laughs> you know, but I understand how easily it can. And, you know, it just, and I think it's, I hope I'm not going off the rails here, but like, I think media and everything outside of Narcotics Anonymous, you can see how divisive everything is so if we pull these topics in um you can see how easily we could divide ourselves away from what we're really here for to being an addict i love down here where it says when we share in meetings it helps if we look for a connection to the topic to a step a tradition or another recovery principle um i haven't looked forward yet but i'm willing to bet patience is on that list in this step or in this tradition coming up and thank god people had it with me but it's it's easy to come in here and i watch people do it so i know i wasn't the only one um 
when you're excited to be here and you found a solution and you found an answer, you almost want to make the rooms your home in a sense that we just, everything goes. Um, I'm talking about everything that happened during my day. I'm talking about topics I shouldn't. It usually starts with, uh, I can't relate, but I'm going to share where I'm at today. Um, and then I just drop everything on you, you know, and it was uh, luckily a, a predecessor of mine from Erie who has saved my life on a couple of occasions um, that said, you know, this look, this isn't a dumpster. I, I'm glad you have a place to talk about what you need to talk about. But why don't you talk about that with your sponsor, with a, 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 a sport group member and come tell me how you got through it. Because I need the hope shot, too. And, you know, from that day forward, it was pretty easy to see, OK, if I'm going to talk about something, um, I do need to tie it to the recovery and why I'm here. Um, and, you know. I, allow, I try to allow the same patience that it was allowed to me when I got here, but I, it, it is very easy to sit there and um, drag outside life into to what we're not talking about in a meeting today. That's all I have for right now. Thank you. Thank you. How about you, Mike? I, um, the comment, the, the line here, sharing from the heart connects us to our common experience and common purposes or purpose rather, as it's written. Um, there are times where I couldn't talk to save my life and the message that I carry when I can't share or when my disease says I'm not good enough to speak or if I don't have some life-saving fire message, don't raise your hand is just show up and set up the hall and be there an hour early and stay I till the last person leaves, you know, and, and just be that person so for me when i read that that was you know that's been my experience just wanted to share that thank you thank you mike anyone else okay chrissy you want to start us out on 179 sure thing at it called chrissy d uh tradition 10 clarity and simplicity are keys to our message tradition 10 is clear and simple as well Narcotics Anonymous all by itself is enough. We promise freedom from active addiction. We don't take positions on outside issues and we don't allow the NA name to be drawn into controversy. NA is a program of complete abstinence and it works in the lives of countless addicts around the world. Recovery is possible for any addict who chooses to follow our way. Still, our way is not the only way and we don't even have an opinion on whether or not it is the best way, on whether it is the best way. The NA way is the only approach on which we have an opinion. We know it works for those who want what we have and are willing to make an effort to get it. Some of the principles that are central to our program are not universally shared outside of NA. Our belief in total abstinence is viewed by some as extreme. Some disagree with our commitment to personal anonymity. These principles are not negotiable and we do not have to debate them. We may want to defend our name and explain our position, but we don't need to. We don't need to argue that NA is the best best or only way to recover. What matters is that it works for us. And, um, you know, I really love this tradition. And it seems like that's like where my life has been right now um, this last couple of months. But I really like how it talks about clarity and simplicity are the keys to our message. And I long ago heard that a key is something that unlocks the door, but it can also keep the door locked. And uh, if you don't use it and, um, I had to learn that that clarity and that simplicity is what gets me through these things. And it's very simple here in Narcotics Anonymous. Our message says any addict can lose it, stop using, lose the desire to use and find a new way to live. And, um, you know, it's very simple. I've seen it uh, in meetings that I've been to and I, not all meetings, but they always put that little statement sometimes in their formats that says these are the op opinions of the speaker, not necessarily of NA as a whole. And I really have liked that because like I can say things in a meeting that are my experience, but they not might not reflect what NA is. And um, as much as I do it, somebody else might do it too. And I'll be like, oh, am I supposed to do that? Oh, am I supposed to believe that? Am I supposed to? No, it's not what NA says. So I have to remember that clarity that what y'all told me, this is what it is, right? And um, I really liked how it says we don't, we may want to defend our name or explain our position, but we don't need to. And uh, that goes for like the NA as a whole, but as it bleeds into my personal life too, man, like I just went through this um, with uh, defending my name, literally my name. 
um, because I was told that I could not use Chrissy D, that I had to use a government name. And I said, I don't have to defend this. That's not an opinion of Narcotics Anonymous. It is no opinion. And it doesn't matter Narcotics Anonymous if I use my real name or not. And so like, I don't have to explain myself today. And uh, I know what works for me. I can only tell you what worked for me. And that's like me looking at you, trying to tell you how to drive a manual car if I've never drove one. I can't explain to you how something else works if I've never done it. And for me, NA is the one thing that I've done and it's the one thing that works. And that's all that I can explain to anybody today. Um, I've really calmed down the more I keep coming back. It used to be, I used to be NA all the way. Everything was, you know, but today I just let that, um, the attraction over the promotion today. I, I just let the, the message do the talking because I don't have to because the message stands for itself. And I think that's all I got. Thanks for letting me share. Thanks, Chrissy. Good stuff. Hey, Phil. Wow, that was good. Uh, wow, I, I have uh, tamed it down and, and wound it back uh, a bit uh, over the years. But there was, uh, once again, uh, so much good stuff uh, in there. Uh, clarity and simplicity are the keys uh, to the message. Uh, uh, also uh, with keys, and I, I love all the keys um, in our in our program, but even having a key, you still got a way in and a way out if you have a key. And, uh, and that's what makes uh, our program so cool. But um, uh, with the controversies and things like that, outside issues, uh, I'll share this with you. A few years ago, the, the theme of the men's recovery conference was Narcotics Anonymous all by itself is enough. And um, I'm one of the members that uh, stand on that theme. And um, uh, just the principles of, of, of our program. And um, I'll just stand on those things. You know, what we have, uh, in life, what we have needs to go on in our meetings and how our meetings and things are run. We have enough things, resources ourselves that we can recover and, and everybody be included and not offended and, and this and that. Uh, and to leave outside things is be outside things. Um, the, the other thing that I really and truly love is this. The NA way is the only approach on which we have an opinion. See, I can do that. Uh, I can't even negotiate that now. You know, that's the only approach that, that I got. And uh, if I'm talking about our things, using the fidelity of our things, how it's written and designed, uh, I guess that's the coolest thing I, I can do uh, uh, in narcotics and offices. It's our stuff. And who can... Uh, Dispute it. That's all I got. Thank you, Phil. How about you, Will? Well, addict, this might be my favorite paragraph we've ever read. Um, so often, like today, and I've only been here a little while. There's a lot of you here, a lot longer than me. Um, it's changing. It's evolving. Um, it's getting softer. Um, as of the WSC today, there's a lot of things that are coming in there. You're like, am I losing myself if I say yes to this? Am I going away from? It gets scary. I love when this baseline stuff for us. Like, listen, um, our belief in total abstinence, total abstinence is used as extreme by some. Like, we're not changing who we are um, by becoming welcoming to people. I'm unpopular opinion. I, I'm one of a few people I know that I'll take people to other programs. If I'm sponsoring them and they're like, I don't like this, I'm, I'm looking at this, this is how I feel. I come from a small community where I know people that do other kind of things, and there are other things that work. And I always remind them, if that doesn't work for you, we'll be here doing what we do still when you get back. You know, this is what we do. Um, and I love you and I hope the best for you. And my goal is to see you do well. Um, but it does, I can't change the way we do things here because it doesn't suit you um, or because you want to, you know, go get your green card or whatever it is you want to do. You know, like so there's, 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 you know, so, hey, all in support, call me every day. Uh, you know, I'll take you somewhere where they might allow that. But like for right now, um, in this program, this is how we run. This is how it goes, man. Abstinence is, is a big thing. Um, and I love that we don't have to debate them. I don't have to argue with you about their ways better than our way, our ways. But all I know is like someone else said, our way worked for me. Um, and, and if you want what I have to, like, to offer, it's only going to be Narcotics Anonymous because it's the only message I carry. Um, that's all I have. Thanks, Will. You know, I've been, uh, I've been around a long time and, uh, and uh, when I got clean, we still still had uh, clean and sober 
in our some of our literature, you know, and that kind of stuff. And um, uh, separating ourselves from that language was exceedingly difficult, especially since a lot of our founding members came from that world, right? That was the example people gave. Well, Jimmy did it. It's like, well, Jimmy wouldn't do it today, however. And, um, and, uh, uh, but just, you know, the idea that we weren't anybody's stepchild, that we are fully grown and fully developed and fully able in our own recovery. You know, there are thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people clean in the fellowship of Narcotics Anonymous who work the steps of Narcotics Anonymous, who study the traditions of Narcotics Anonymous, who go to Narcotics Anonymous meetings. And, you know, being around a long time means that I know a lot of people who've gotten clean other ways. Absolutely good for them, right? I mean, I don't debate with them about their way and I'm not gonna allow them to debate with me about mine. Right. And um, people getting clean through other 12 step programs, people getting clean through church, people getting clean through, you know, stubborn abstinence, people getting clean through medication assistance, whatever they are doing. Right. It's not my, I don't debate that. Right. Um, And uh, the other thing, too, and we'll, we'll probably get into this more, is this is where. I mean, I've been clean long enough and so, uh, it, that I've seen some, you know, uh, uh, celebrities get clean and then, and, then, and then relapse like addicts do, right? And they were out there promoting this big, you know, NA message and then they're in jail, right? Because they've, you know, just ripped off a pharmacy kind of thing. And it's just like, man, we don't let ourselves, that's part of the reason we don't let ourselves get drawn into that stuff. That's part, that's part of the reason anonymity is so important here, because the fellowship of Narcotics Anonymous is more important than the one individual member, because it has to be, because it has to be. So that's enough out of me. How about you, Tony? Yeah, I like this, this part. You know, it's funny, uh, this last sentence, we may want to defend the, our name and explain our position, but we don't need to. We don't need to argue that NA is the best or the only way to recover. What matters is that it works for us, you know, and and I've, you know, I've done that in the past, you know, as I remember, I remember way back a long time ago, going, trying to do the church thing to get, to get clean and, uh, you know, and the Bible thumper thing. And, you know, this is the only way you're going to be saved and blah, blah, blah. And then I got people knocking on my door telling me, you know, if you want to get to heaven, you're going to need to do this. And I'm going, dude, I'm good. You know, and they want to argue with me and stuff like that. You know, we have a guy. Um, um, I'll give this example. It's just uh, we go to breakfast on Sunday mornings. My sponsor and a few of us, we get together. We go to Sunday, And so we had a newcomer that started joining us. And uh, he came to meetings for a little while and then he stopped coming to meetings. And then he, you know, we, we, you know, we're discussing stuff at breakfast and, and he, you know, we were talking to him about that. And he goes, well, this is, this is my meeting. This is where I cut. No, I said, this isn't a, we're telling him this isn't a meeting. This is breakfast, you know? And, and, and he goes, well, you guys are all my sponsors, you know, and, and I'm working the steps, you know, and I'm, we're looking at them, you know, we tried to explain it to him, but it, it was like talking to this mouse. So I, I couldn't, he wasn't getting it. He wasn't gonna, he, he was really firm on his beliefs. And there was no sense in us arguing with him about it. You know, all, all we told him was, this is what works for us. This is the way we stay clean. This is the only thing that's ever worked. We didn't need to argue that point, you know, and um, but we tried to explain, you know, several of us tried to explain it at him in different ways and different times. And, um, you know, and, uh, you know, so that's kind of an example that we have. And that goes with anything, you know, I don't have to. I don't have to pick up the gavel and start banging it on the table and saying, boom, 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 you know, and being this hardcore person, you know, um, because this is what works for me. This is when I, when I sit here and I, and I, I can be at peace with myself saying, you know what, this is the way I get, this is the way I stay clean. And that's all that really matters, you know, and I don't have to get mixed up in all the, the BS and the boggle and all the, you know, the confusion out there. And I just don't, that's all I wanted to say. Thanks. Thank you. So, Phil, you want to get us started there on uh, the language of this tradition? The language of this tradition points to two ways we can find ourselves. 
in the storm of public opinion by taking a position ourselves or by being drawn into public controversy by someone else. There are issues closely related to our primary purpose that may feel urgent. It might seem like we should take a position on public policy or trends in addiction treatment, but in the fact these things have nothing to do with Narcotics Anonymous, the PR handbook offers guidance on how we practice Tradition 10 in a presentation or H&I meeting. The only way we can be drawn into public controversy is if we offer an opinion on out on an issue and out, issue an outside the scope of our own program. When we get tangled up in an argument, we risk being drawn in positions that will compromise us in some other way rather than taking positions positions on issues that are none of our business. We talk about NA and then stop. Our message speaks for itself. Our success is defense enough. Many of many of us are drawn to a interesting or heated debate by tradition 10 requires that we let it go by. We are responsible for keeping our focus, engaging in debates with those who approach differences from ours or with those who criticize our program would distract us from our primary purpose, the risk alienating the newcomer. We don't need to invest energy or interest uh, in controversy that swirls around us. We know our message and our purpose. We do what we do, focusing on the primary purpose, frees us from the need to be distracted or diverted into debates uh, with those uh, whose interests and motivates different. No one side NA is under any obligation to respect our traditions, our commitment to unity, anonymity, and our primary purpose are ours alone. Wow. There was so much stuff in there. And uh, that has like hit me in every direction. Uh, so much from, um, from just, just the world we live in, just so much from members being human, just so much um, things that j j just happen to come into our fellowship. Now the um, old um, literature you used to spell out and it would just say it, it was, it was very vague. We don't have the information that we have today like, like um, uh, this tradition book and all that, but it would say the politics and things don't belong in our fellowship. And they don't, they really don't. And uh, especially today and, uh, uh, but they come in and when they come in, it's, it's just like, like the literature talk about, it's controversy and there's bickering back and forth. Fights, I'm not speaking again. I'm dropping my sponsor get rid of my sponsor. It, the, the whole nine uh, just happens uh, with that kind of stuff. I'm, um, I'm the first to say, um, well, like I literally said, someone points out, you know, and I'm usually the first one to say, you know, that stuff don't uh, belong in here and uh, you, need to, you need to leave it and, and check it at the door. I'm, I'm first, up, but, it, but it comes in, you know, there's nothing uh, uh, I can do other than, 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 than work a step or, or try to do what I can to uh, diffuse or, or talk to my uh, sponsored family and if members I'm close to, you know, that, you know, that stuff don't belong in our meetings, you know? Um, and then the other things that, 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 come, that, that comes into, you know, things that I have experience with, you know, and it talks about that. I need to share my own experience. And, and, and no opinion. If I don't have no experience with it, I need to 
point you to somebody that got experience with it. Um, but this is the other thing too, was talking about the, our PR, H&I and that, but Narcotics Anonymous has so much literature now. So all by ourselves, uh, um, we have enough stuff for those that, that's in illness, okay? And it talks about illness. It, we don't have diagnosis and doctors and prescriptions and all that kind of stuff in here, but we got, we got things that our members are going through that they might want to discuss. And they're here and they're, they're trying to get another day together. And uh, that's cool too. Um, um, all by itself, uh, we, we are enough. Uh, we read, we read um, something uh, uh, at, at, the, at the men's meeting uh, uh, in Living Cleto with mental illness. I was in shock with the people that got so much mental illness. And they were just so glad that our fellowship got some kind of literature that they can talk about and discuss. And they were like blown away, like, wow, this is in here and I can talk about this. Yeah, all by ourselves, it's, it's enough. Um, I don't know, uh, the controversy is gonna, gonna, gonna come in here. Uh, um, I know uh, for me, um, uh, opinions um, can kill somebody. You know, if I, I don't have no experience with something, um, I, I, I don't. People will ask me, to, uh, what's your spin on this? I said, I don't have no experience on it. And uh, well, I, I want you to tell me something. No, I said, I'm not even gonna do that because I don't have to. You know, um, um, oh, the other thing too, why, why I'm in here, you know, we have, um, we have the literature too with, with those um, uh, who's uh, with, with the um, medical assessment treatment. We have an IP on that now for our members. And when things come in here with our members that come in here with that kind of stuff, I said, I don't have no opinion on it, but this IP is over here. Why don't you read it? You know, this may help you or point you in some kind of direction. Or if I know somebody who has that pathway in here, uh, I'll point them over to that person. Okay, this is how they got here. You can ask them and what they've done and maybe they can help you out in your situation. So we still got resources and things uh, um, to help our members with. And that's all I got. Thanks, Phil. I was wondering if we each wanted to maybe take a turn and talk about like, what do you do if something controversial comes up in the, in the meeting, like before the meeting or after the meeting, or maybe at your area of service or something like that? Or if you, you know, maybe, or you know, somebody who has handled something like that really well, you know, I love how Phil just steps up and goes, that doesn't belong here, right? This is a Narcotics Anonymous meeting that doesn't belong here. Um, I had a uh, um, I've had people in uh, area service meetings, you know, sp you know, specifically say, how does that help us here with the issues we're trying to deal with today, you know, and try to get that person back on track to talk about like what we're trying to do there, right? Does anybody else have any experience with like dealing with controversy? There's a guy that likes to care, wear a gun for 35, 40 years. This guy's been coming to meetings wearing a gun. Right. And I just can't stand it. I leave the meeting if he comes in. Right. And um, and uh, he wears it on his little belt like nobody's supposed to see it. Right. And uh, um, so I just wondered how other people maybe deal with some of that controversial stuff. No controversy in your areas, huh? <laughs> Am I? <laughs> yeah. Um... One time I was in a meeting and this was in my hometown and I've had a lot of difficulties attending meetings in where I'm from. Um, I don't want to say on record that they're bad because no meeting is bad if it's a Narcotics Anonymous meeting, but the message is blurred at these meetings. You have people sharing their experience, strength and hope from another fellowship talking about other literature, uh, different experiences, this, th this, that, and the other. And um, 
we one time I was in a meeting which was held in the basement of a, a recovery home, which from what I understand is is a no no. And this gentleman just proceeded to talk about politics. You know, just right as the meeting was starting and I had to get up and leave because I just wanted to crush him. Like I, I, I just, at the time I didn't have a filter. I was just so, you know, I was still raw. I was still amped up and my, my job was political. So like, you know, I want to go on defense, but I had to leave. Um, I don't know. I don't, I, 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 I don't know how to, you know, I guess I'm asking too, how do you handle these things? Because I, I don't have the experience. I, I've only been in one other meeting where something really crazy happened. And I was so early in recovery that I, I, I was kind of encouraging it because I thought it was awesome, you know? Um, but I, I had a little story. It was um, my home group. I was chairing it and it was Halloween had just passed, but I, it was, it was the, the date had fallen to November and I was still dressed up in character. And I showed up to this meeting, you know, as a character from a TV show with a, with a baseball bat. And as the meeting started right at eight o'clock, I took the bat and I just bashed the table three times to let everybody know that we're starting the meeting. And it really, what I was doing was um, I was in character for one Hence the name you might see there. And, but I was, it was, it was kind of like, I don't know the word. I was trying to demand respect out of these people because I, you know, being that young in recovery, I just, I, I had this ego. And so like, I'm, I'm, I'm one that would cause controversy. You know, I would yell out clean when someone said sober or, there was, there's, and, and a good example now is, is how more relaxed I am. There's a gentle, there's a, a, an addict in our meeting who introduces him himself as his first and last name. And somebody had said to him, you know, we don't do that around here, but he still does it. But mm -hmm. younger me in Narcotics Anonymous would, would probably say something out loud and I don't. So that's a, that's just my little bit of growth that I've had. Thanks. Thanks, Mike. You know, we, uh, and my whole point has been, you're, if you're new and you're listening to this, you are going to run into controversy in Narcotics Anonymous meetings because we are human beings, right? Mm -hmm. How about you, Tony? Yeah. I, I Did anybody run out of that meeting, Mike? I, <laughs> it would have scared the hell out of me. <laughs> uh, dang. <laughs> I... Uh, you know, you know, when I saw this and uh, for me, I've learned and, and that even though I hear somebody saying sober at a meeting, it might bother me. It's, if it's not my home group, I don't say anything because each group is autonomous. And I let I got to let that home group run their, their home group their own way. You know, it was funny during COVID. Um, you know, I think this the tradition kind of went out the window uh, because of the fact that we, we had a lot of outdoor meetings here. And um, and we, we were able to do that. And a lot of the facilities let us meet outside there where we were meeting. And so um, and some people, people were angry, people were upset, people were scared and people started talking about how the covid thing was affecting their life, you know. Um, but, you know, it was kind of like that little edged sword, like it's fact, well, it was affecting all of our lives. And it, it was they were explaining how it was affecting their recovery and their serenity. You know, and and how people were going out and using and people were isolating. We weren't going to see nobody anymore, blah, 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 like we all experienced. And, um, yeah, that, that that's kind of like the, the first thing that I thought of when you asked that question, Don. I was like, uh, man, that was it wasn't every day. It wasn't everybody, but it was out there and nobody shut them down. You know, everybody was allowed to share where they were at because we were, it was a real scary time. So, you know, it wasn't really... I guess it was kind of like going against the grain with this tradition, but at the same time, you know, we got to let people be where they're at sometimes and let people get out where they're at, you know, and, um, you know, what's affecting my recovery might not be affecting yours or yours or yours, but it might be, it might be really important to me and, and, and 
it might cause me to go out and relapse if I don't get it out and tell somebody what's going on. Do I need to say it at a meeting? Maybe not. But if that's where it's going to come out, then that's where it's going to come out. But um, yeah, that's 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 basically all I had on that. Thanks. I think I think that anything that affects our recovery is okay for us to talk about. There might be some things that would be better to talk about with your sponsor than in a meeting of Narcotics Anonymous. But um, but I had people try to shut me down early in recovery about things I was talking about that they didn't think I should talk about in meetings, and I'm still here, and they are not. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tony, start at drawn directly from experience and go through that whole page there. Okay. Um, drawn directly from the experiences of those who went before us, Tradition 10 serves as a guidepost and a warning. One early addiction recovery movement grew to thousands of members until some of its leaders began speaking for the organization on a number of political issues. As the group started taking public positions on issues other than recovery, membership fell away and they were soon forgotten. Throughout the history of NA, a number of fledging NA communities have faced difficulties or collapse because of promotion, publicity, and controversy. Our commitment, our commitment never to draw the NA name into public controversy is a matter of survival for the fellowship we love and for all of us addicts who need Narcotics Anonymous. The lines between NA and the outside world are often clearer than the lines between our personal lives and our membership in NA. It can be difficult to see where our relationship with NA ends and our outside interests begin. If we have a religious or spiritual practice outside NA that matters deeply to us, we may feel very little distance between our experience on that path and practicing these principles in all our affairs. Or if we work in treatment, we may be addressing suffering addicts all day long before we come to a meeting. Still, what we do in NA is different. Recognizing and honoring that difference is critical to our integrity as a fellowship and to our personal recovery. We don't live outside our, of history. Our recovery and our fellowship exist against the backdrop of real events and issues that sometimes affect us profoundly. Outside issues that appear to intersect with our purpose or message almost invite us to take a position. Our ability to rise above in these moments protects us from the de debates that would tear us apart. So, um, and I just shared something there. You know, I remember uh, it, was, uh, it wasn't probably five years in after I got clean. And um, there was a group of people that wanted to separate and start their own group. They wanted to start an LGBTQ uh, group, right? And um, that, that raised a lot of eyebrows, you know, like, well, how come you're so special? Why can't you share at the regular meetings? Why do you need a meeting of your own? So this is the kind of thing that was that was it. That was like a difference. So it wasn't a, a it wasn't a political issue as much. It was a personal issue to them. But that kind of raised some debate, you know, and there was also a meeting that was started because um, <laughs> they named the, they named they named the meeting Mixed Nuts because they had people that were had dual diagnosis and they didn't feel comfortable sharing at meetings either. They wanted the meeting for themselves. People that have dual diagnoses had a place to share that they would feel more comfortable around like-minded surrounding people that had dual diagnosis because a lot of people don't understand that. So, um, you know, so that's kind of where the lines between NA and the outside world, sometimes they get blurred, you know. Um, you know, and, and then we read about how in the beginning, I mean, it probably still happens now that people get torn apart by these issues, right? I mean, there's probably areas, not just here in the U.S., but around the world, you know, where they're not, you know, we don't know what their, their positions are and where there's few meetings and stuff like that, where, you know, it's really a fine line. And and we, we, we really hate to see the suffering addict go back out there and use or have no place to go and feel safe in recovery, you know, and... um and like the people in the beginning that had to go to AA, right, before they came to NA, before NA was formed, that's what they had to do. And, and you know, and, and that was, but they're still here. And now they carry a clear NA message, you know, and, and that's pretty, that's pretty strong. I mean, that has a lot to do with this tradition for me. And I, and I really like that. Uh, we have, um, we just started a new subcommittee in my area. It's called Common Welfare. And um, it was started because some of the women in the area didn't feel safe because there was people, guys in the rooms were coming up and asking them for their phone numbers and making them feel uncomfortable. And um, 
So they wanted to start this ad hoc committee about this to start to educate home groups about that, right? Wow. So primary purpose, yeah, because it's we want everybody to feel safe in the rooms of NA, right? Uh, outside issue, yeah. So uh, eventually a subcommittee was started and now they're, you know, it's in the middle and there's been a lot of um, division because of this subcommittee now, right? Like anything else that's new, people don't like change. Why are we doing this? We never did it before. And it's been fine all along. Has it really, you know, type of thing. So it opened up a lot of our eyes to the fact that maybe there is a problem. We don't realize it, what it is. Um, but, um, you know, this is kind of the things where the, the lines between the end and the outside world are sometimes not clear. And um, and if it's affecting somebody's recovery, then we, we have to take a look at it. We have to be willing to sit there and say, okay, how does it affect the primary purpose? And so, um, and this last part here where he says, we don't live outside of history, you know? Our recovery and our fellowship exist against the backdrop of real events and issues that sometimes affect us profoundly. So this is all real stuff, you know. So I was just trying to think of real stuff that that I've been I've been associated with in my personal recovery that's taught me that has helped me grow because I kept my mouth shut and I sat back and I listened and I you know did some writing on it and I talked to people about it, talked to my sponsor about it, got you know wasn't opinionated. I sat there and listened, you know, and and, and used the spiritual print. I was open minded enough to listen and hear both sides of the story. And come to the fact that I can just sit back and say, okay, you know, they're going to affect me personally, but I'm okay with it, you know, type of thing. And I'll be there to, you know, to support whatever. So that's all I have. Thanks, Tony. That was great. What you got, Phil? Well, yeah, that was good. Uh, uh, there's a, a bunch of things that uh, grabbed me. Like like I was saying before, like the the politics and things can come into to a, 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 our meetings and a things can just get real ugly with the members you know uh i will do do things to to say that those things don't belong uh in our fellowship and uh and uh, i can clearly um see why but it it just happens uh today and then uh even on the um uh religious thing uh um uh a lot of battles back and forth uh in the area i live with 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 the members belonging to to different um churches and things and then being members to our uh fellowship and um they've they mean very well they they and i know from the bottom of their hearts they mean very well but the members they have killed with their meaning very well uh is a whole nother story um uh i understand you you want people to to get off to to god and this and the other thing i understand that clearly but i'm so glad the members wanted me to get off a of dope you know so glad that, and i heard that to get off the dope don't get off on, on to god and those other things first you know and uh that's a whole nother story but i've just been here long enough to watch that and I would have much rather our members heard not to take the first one than the things that the members put up uh, on them. And, um, you know, um, it's, it's, it's just one of them thing, things too with, with the outside things that uh, come, comes into our fellowship that does have the um, controversy. And then one more thing with the, um, all different kinds of um, things in our fellowship, men's meetings, women's meetings, LG, all those things there. Uh, I, I think that brings us back to our first tradition and uh, it's safety. And no, no matter what the member, no matter who they are, no matter where they're going to recovery, they need to feel and be safe. And the tradition says safety and that's first tradition. And I can't negotiate it. Thanks, Phil. You know, one of the um, the things that um, 
uh, where it's set up here, the last thing that Phil read last time was no one outside of NA is under any obligation to respect our traditions, you know, and when we get involved with agencies or churches or any of that kind of stuff, they, they, like you said, they may be the most loving people in the world, but they are not bound to our traditions. They are not bound to anything that we are bound to. They're not bound to our anonymity, not at all. They are not bound to our, how we spend our money as some tradition, not at all. And sometimes we, we expect these places or these people to do that because we're in business with them or one thing or another. And it's like, they are not bound. They are not bound. Only we are bound by our traditions. Yeah. Hey, Chrissy, what you got to say? Yeah, good stuff. Um, I was just reading and thanks y'all for sharing that because where I'm at in my recovery and I led with this is really what I needed to hear tonight because it's members like y'all that tell me it's okay to be here because like I was on the other edge of that sword because uh, there's the two edges. You know, I could come in with my opinions or I could be the victim of your opinions. And um, it says that our commitment to never draw the NA name into public controversy is a matter of survival for the fellowship we love. And we wouldn't have a fellowship if it wasn't, wasn't for members. And so like when I was at that meeting and where I, because I'm a member of the Alphabet Mafia, if you don't know what that is, I'll explain later, but I'm a member of the Alphabet Mafia. And um, they, they told me that I couldn't use Chrissy as my name. Well, I was like, my name is like my gender. I changed one, I changed both. Because when I changed my, my name, I changed my gender. And they told me I was not allowed to do that. And Bill brought it up. That was the first time since I've been a member of Narcotics Anonymous that I did not feel safe in a meeting, that I did not feel safety to share where I was at. Yeah, I get it that a lot of people don't understand the things that I go through. Like I'm not... It's hard for me to go to a meeting and say, yeah, me and my friend, we're going to shop for their, their, their penis because you know that's what they're getting. Y'all are not, y'all might not understand that, but that comes with some real feelings. And if I don't deal with those real feelings or my friend doesn't deal with those real feelings, we're gonna get high. So we need to know that we have a safe place in which we can come and talk about these things. Thank God that I've been around long enough and thank God I come from a strong sponsorship family that taught me that nothing can run me out of these rooms. However, maybe the person who's coming behind me because that first tradition tells me I gotta think about the person who's coming after me. I gotta think about them. And when I was being attacked in that meeting, I had to get up and walk away. And I looked at somebody and I was like, this is the first time I ever felt like I did not belong in Narcotics Anonymous. And they was like, hold up, stop. This is not an opinion of Narcotics Anonymous. This is an opinion of a person. You do not let them run you away from this meeting because they was like that newcomer sitting in there who hasn't told their truth yet because they don't know their truth yet needs to know that it is okay to sit in a Narcotics Anonymous meeting, whether it's just a straight Narcotics Anonymous meeting or a special interest Narcotics Anonymous meeting, they need to know it's okay. And all because one person's opinion is not the opinion of Narcotics Anonymous as a whole. And Narcotics Anonymous as a whole tells me, regardless of our age, regardless of our sex, regardless of our identities, all of that, as long as we're here, we have a desire and I can't measure nobody's desire, whatever that desire is, just like I can't measure nobody's surrender. And so luckily I have that 10th tradition and it, it was rolling in my head and I went back into that meeting and I just kept like, as much as I wanted to leave that meeting, I just kept saying the only desire, the only member, the only requirement is a desire to sit here, Chrissy. These, these newcomers need you because it ended up that there was a person in that meeting who was newer than me who witnessed that, who was a member of the Alphabet Mafia. And thank God that I was able to come back and say, we don't let nobody run us out of these rooms because that's not what Narcotics Anonymous is about. And that's what I have. Thanks for letting me share. Thanks, honey. Just seen every guy in the room kind of wiggle when you talked about shopping for a penis. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> okay, anybody else? All right, we got it. We got a bit. We got a bit more time here, so um, we're gonna go over to page one eighty one, and we're gonna uh, do the word by word, go into our some of these spiritual principles that are here, 
And so uh, it says here that each tradition embodies a variety of spiritual principles. The list of principles and values below may be useful as we consider applications of this tradition. Explore them in writing and discussion with your sponsor or other NA members. If the other principles or values not listed below seem relevant to you, include them as well. So uh, Mike has humility and we'll get started with that. What'd you come up with, Mike? Yikes, right off the bat. I um, asked. Um, well, humility, I, I had to look it up just to get some ideas going here. A modest or low views of one's own importance, humbleness. Uh, you know, I, I think back to um, a time where, you know, I, I talked about having an ego a little bit and I became the secretary of, of my meeting and my home group. And I wanted it to be so awesome and, and make it awesome for people, you know, so I added a little pizzazz to it. And then the meeting dwindled. And slowly but surely, like, there was more empty chairs than there were people in the, in the, in the room. I remember one night, it, there was only three home group members, and that's it. And I took it personal. And, you know, over time, through, you know, the pandemic, coming back to live meetings, getting a new uh, venue, if you will, we built our meeting up to having 30, 40 people every week. And it's been that way for the last like two years. And when people talk about how I or the, the other home group members that kept that meeting alive, I always say, we, I don't say I, I didn't do anything. I just showed up and put chairs out. Everybody else brought the, the rest of the, the recipe. That's kind of where I was thinking when I saw the word humility, because um, I can't stay clean alone. I, I couldn't get clean alone, and I certainly can't continue to stay clean by myself. And I didn't do those meetings by myself either. You know, other people should, maybe it was only two or three people you know, on, on a, a random Thursday night that happened to be, you know, a snowstorm, but we, we kept the doors open, you know, again, we, not I, um, I didn't have too much to say on this. Other than that, I just wanted to share that little bit. So that's all I have. Thank you. Thank you. I think that that's the whole idea of this tradition and, and, uh, is that humility is about not doing it by ourselves, mm. about this is the, something that we do together, right? Yeah, when it comes to this tradition. I've got anonymity, and it seems like I get anonymity every tradition, and it's like part of every tradition that we're doing. But my whole idea about anonymity is that it's like humility. It's like we're, that we're on an even playing field here. Anybody who walks in the door who says they are a member of Narcotics Anonymous has just as much authority, uh, say, welcome as anybody else in the room, no matter what uh, mafia they belong to, right? It's like, it's like it, it doesn't, it, it, everybody is the same. And, we, and it, that is so incredibly important because we have some really strong personalities, we have some, we're really passionate about a lot of things, right? And you can't, we cannot let any one of us carry the weight of making sure that things are the way they're supposed to be, or that they go a certain way, or, or um, that we follow the traditions. It just cannot be my job to make sure that my meeting follow those traditions is something that we have to do together. Right. And um, that's just my thought on anonymity and uh, this tradition. Uh, and then I guess just the obvious thing about my recovery is not a secret. People know that I'm clean, not because I go around announcing it, but, but they just know, right? And if they want to know more, I will tell them more. 
I don't, I do not announce my recovery and I don't announce that I'm a member of Narcotics Anonymous very many places, right? And um, uh, partly because like I just talked about earlier is like, if you, if you become known as a member of Narcotics Anonymous, then your mistakes and errors can cause problems to the fellowship. I will tell you guys this and then we'll, we'll close up. When I was had about three years clean, I was a chairperson of the area. First of all, I had no business being chairperson of the area at three years clean, but the person with the most clean time had like five years, right? So, <laughs> so I was like, you know, anyway, I was a chairperson of the area and there was a, uh, uh, a self-help book that was published, uh, like uh, all the different um, kinds of um, agencies in the area that provided help you know, and listed under Narcotics Anonymous, president was Donna and my last name. <laughs> so I'm officially the president of Narcotics Anonymous. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, guys, we're going to close it up for tonight. Thanks for being here. Take good care of yourself. Thank you for walking with us on this journey. Please reflect on what was discussed and apply it to your life. Share this resource with anyone you feel led to do so.